what is up guys um my name's gabby welcome back to it's books bitch uh once again i'm alone uh yesterday was halloween so uh lana was, was out and about doing her thing and uh um, i got home pretty early last night because it was just um my my nephew it was his first halloween so we did like a a mini halloween party i guess hold on that it sounds weird give me a second um um we did like a mini halloween party where it was just my sister and her husband and the baby and then like immediate family so me my brother my mom my grandma who lives with my sister and her husband and then her husband's parents and sister so it was just like close family that they that's the only people they see um especially right now um and so we got (laughs) i got home around eight o'clock last night and had homework so that (laughs) that was my halloween um but now Today, today and tomorrow is, uh, hold on, let me see if I can pronounce this right. Dia de los Muertos. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, I'm Hispanic, but I am a very, I, I, my, my dad's from, uh, El Salvador and my mom is white and from California so <laughs> my dad was working all the time so I never really had like that proper Latino background um but to today and tomorrow is the day of or day of the dead if you don't know what that is and it's just really just um um celebrating the lives of our ancestors if you don't know what that is um and it's it's a big um uh tradition in latin america i know mainly uh uh mexico i know in el salvador um i'm i'm not sure where else but i'm pretty sure it's a pretty universal latin american thing um and if you want a little more information i guess just watch coco i mean it's not like proper representation because it is disney and disney does disney things um but it gives you a good idea of what it means with like ancestors and like the ofrenda and things like that anyways so that's not what we're here to talk about (laughs) um we because even though spooky season is technically over I still like reading spooky things, as I'm sure a lot of other people are. So I'm going to talk about um, different spooky stories that I love to read. Um, and I have like a list of them and, it, and I have the books with me for mostly. Um, and we're just we're just going to talk about them. You know, like I, I have them all categorized. I'm actually what's the word organized today so let's get started i guess and if there's any trigger warnings then i'll obviously like obviously let you guys know um ahead of time 
But remember to take care of yourself and sit back, relax, and let's get started. <laughs> so the first um, set of spooky stories is I obviously have to go with the classics. Um, and I know those aren't for everyone. Um, I like personally reading. I'm able to read classics, but I'm, I'm, I have to read like later classics I can't read I have a really hard time getting through like period stuff like so like um Pride and Prejudice is like early 19th century um and things like that I I have a hard time getting through but like the later stuff I'm I'm okay with and um so yeah so the first one I want to talk about is Frankenstein Frankenstein is like the first of this genre I guess it's also the first of like the modern sci-fi um and Mary Shelley is something else um if you don't (laughs) if you don't like I'm just gonna if you don't know Mary Shelley is um I guess you could say like first gothic girl like goth girl (laughs) so um she just a couple of like facts about her um based on what off of what i've read off of what i've heard off of what i've learned when i read frankenstein in my university classes things like that um so she was her mother was mary wollstonecraft and i right i think that's how you say her name she was one of the first uh she was one of the writers for like the beginning of the suffrage movement um and mary shelley the author of frankenstein um (laughs) was very close to her mother and (laughs) oh my god i can't believe so um she and her husband uh she lost her virginity to her husband on her mother's grave yeah that's the kind of woman mary shelley is (laughs) um i believe i read this as well um she also after her husband died carried or had his heart like taxidermied or something and uh kept it in her drawer until she died about a year later uh like a drawer of her desk or something like that and people found it after she passed away (laughs) i don't i don't yeah so that's the kind of person mary shelley is and that's like if you never read frankenstein if you if you kind of know the basics of frankenstein um but like don't really know what it's about like there you go. That's how kind of dark it is. Um, I had to present Frankenstein once for a class. Um, and I taught, what did I talk about? I think I talked about like how I'm looking through my annotations to see what I talked about in that presentation. Oh, I talked about, uh, Frankenstein's God complex. Um, which, by the way, if you aren't 
aware or you just don't realize this because I I used to think the same thing. Um, Frankenstein is Victor Frankenstein, the doctor who creates the monster. Monster is literally just named monster. Um, he he's he. And funnily enough, like, the classic Hollywood Frankenstein, he's supposed to be, like, he's, like, what, the green, and he's, like, tall, and he's kind of stupid, and uh, can barely talk, and things like that. Frankenstein is not like that. He is actually an extremely handsome, uh, or not Frankenstein, see, I just did it, Uh, monster is extremely handsome, tall, um, and intelligent the and uh what happens when he comes alive frankenstein gets scared of him and realizes what he did and like runs away and leaves him alone and whatever um literally the only reason he gets freaked out is because of the color of the monster skin um the monster is supposed is like in the book written to be extremely beautiful um except the coloring of his skin was very yellow because he was built out of dead bodies um after uh uh frankenstein had robbed graves um which by the way if you guys ever want something to watch you should probably watch on netflix frankenstein chronicles it's um it's not like mary shelley's in it um but it, it it's really weird and freaky but it, it it it's based off of the of frankenstein the book and it's it's good so i recommend it anyway but um yeah so basically victor frankenstein is obsessed with um being a god basically like he wants to create life and there's all of these things like the trigger of how um he started um stealing like why he started feeling like this how he wasn't into things like regular medicine or being a lawyer or whatever he liked the idea of science and um unnatural science you know and um that led to him grave robbing and uh putting together this monster and when he the monster finally came alive he realized how what he did and ran off leaving this monster behind and while this monster was by himself he like met a family or he met this old blind man or something like that i think i'm thinking of the I think I'm thinking of the play, but he like he's he starts to teach himself about all of these things and he ends up speaking very like eloquently. He's a very he's smart. Like like I said earlier, he's intelligent and when he fi- and his whole purpose is to find Victor Frankenstein and ask him why he was abandoned because I mean Victor Frankenstein is technically his father. And he said, and if you're going to, I will go away if you just make me a wife and all of these things. So if you are looking for something classic, I recommend Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. It's iconic. 
Um, the next one is Dracula. Um, but I've I've never I haven't read it yet. I've been planning to. I just started watching Dracula on Netflix. Um, I've heard it like from different people. Like some people say it's boring. Some people say it's um it's really good. It's apparently gay. Whatever. Um, I'm not I'm not one hundred percent sure. I'm still kind of confused on what the what the whole premise of it is um and it, i i do believe it's not even like the very first um vampire book like i i think there was another one that this was based off of or something um so if you've read it let me know like dm me on instagram or tiktok or whatever and let me know like what your thoughts were or whatever um because i do i do plan on reading it um so one day but that that's a classic there um the next one that i have is the phantom of the opera and i will never stop talking about the phantom of the opera because it is my absolute favorite so I and in, in fact I'm rereading it right now because I am planning on making or writing a Phantom of the Opera retelling and I'm just like mainly based off of the book with a little bit of uh Andrew Lloyd Webber's version in it and um so I'm rereading it to get like more in like to refresh my mind and like <laughs> and I'm actually like on because when I read this, I think I was a junior or a senior, and I didn't really, like, pay attention to it, and now I really am, and I'm writing all of these notes. The only, the only part that I have truly enjoyed was when um, Raul overhears Christine and Eric, who is the Phantom, um, talking, um, and it goes, oh, tonight I gave you my soul and I am dead. Christine replied, uh, your soul is a beautiful thing, child, replied the grave man's voice. And I thank you. No emperor has ever received so fair a gift. The angels wept tonight. And that, that right there is why Christine should have picked <laughs> the Phantom. Anyway, <laughs> but so if you don't know what it, um, what it's about phantom of the opera by gaston Leroux is um um based off of the paris opera um i can't remember what it's called the grand parisian or something like that if i remember correctly it is not the opera popular like it is in andrew lloyd webber but it's based off of a real um opera house in paris it's the biggest and oldest one i think um and yes there is a lake underneath there and they have um i read about it they are still trying to they they don't know where this all this water comes from they tried to drain it and it just fills back up like they don't know where the water comes from um and from what i understand they use that lake for firefighter training so that's pretty cool um I don't, um, so Gaston Leroux writes this, like, he's writing, um, like, he's investigative, investigative, um, investigation, investigative, oh my god, why can't I say that word, um, 
uh, journalism where he's basically trying to figure out the story of the Phantom of the Opera, but it's not like a true story. Like, that's how he's just writing the book. Um, and it's pretty cool. Um, I don't believe any of these people. I think Christine is based off of a real opera singer, but I don't think it had anything to do with her, per se. Uh, I haven't looked up the background in a while, but, um, yeah. So, basically, it is about this, the opera house in Paris, and, um, here, let me just read the synopsis. Um, the Paris opera is haunted. Everyone knows it. Everyone that is except for the new managers who spark a violent dispute with the opera ghost when they refuse to acknowledge his existence or submit to his demands, sometimes suffering as a disembodied voice in Box 5 or appearing as a gentleman in evening dress with a death's head. The Phantom is obsessed with Christine Daae, a lovely and enigmatic novice singer endowed with an amazing voice. Um, but impetuous Viscount uh, Raoul de Chani is in love with Christine and he and his brother Count Philippe were are swept into the phantom's deadly illusion with horrifying consequences. Police reports, newspaper clippings, and witness interviews help a sleuthing narrator reconstruct the events in French author Gaston um, Leroux's most famous tale on that had a significant impact on contemporary de uh, detective fiction. Um, and then it gives a couple details about the publishing. Um, yeah, so basically, it's about um, this woman, Christine Dye. I think she's like 17 or 18. Um, and Eric is supposed to be like in his 40s. Uh, which I have said before that age gap, it has the depending, like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I, I'm okay with the age gap, but with conditions, and this definitely violates my conditions. Um, however, I, I, I don't think it explicitly says her age, so I'm not exactly sure if she is 17 or 18. That's what, just what I've heard. Um, so far I haven't gotten a specific age, um, so I'm just going to pretend she's like 25, <laughs> and I'll, because I love this story too much to have it ruined by my condition, you know? Um, and basically she, and honestly, I don't think the Phantom was, so far he hasn't really done anything bad to her or to anyone I mean except Bouquet but he's kind of a cunt so I don't really care um until Raul shows up and Raul is a cunt in himself <laughs> and he's like I've made comments just in this in the book not even the the Andrew Lloyd Webber version where he's just he like automatically feels like Christine is hers and only hers and it's stupid I hate it like he's very possessive like they're both possessive honestly she should have just gone by herself like it would have been better but she he's like 
he hasn't seen her in years and then all of a sudden he was like you're mine you're my love we're gonna get married like back up back the fuck off bro anyways I could go on forever about Phantom of the Opera but it is a classic um and I definitely do recommend reading it if you don't actually want to read it even though you should um you can watch the Gerard Butler musical version I'm um there's a there's like a regular not like a word um there's like a version where it's based off of the book that came out in 2004 I think um where it where it's not a musical so you can watch that one um or you can just watch the 25th anniversary with Sierra Bogus or Bogus and Roman uh Karen Blue which by the way are my favorites ever um so yeah there's that one and then one of my other favorite classic books like of all time is The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde and Oscar Wilde is I have this one I have the collected Oscar Wilde which is um a Barnes and Noble's Barnes and Noble classics where it has like um the importance of Ernest or whatever it's called and a bunch of his other plays and um essays and things like that this man is hilarious and he's so gay picture of Dorian Gray is gay as fuck and anyone who says otherwise are stupid and don't understand context anyways um (laughs) so I'm gonna real quick read the uh back it says oscar wilde brings his enormous gifts for astute social observation and sparkling prose to the picture of dorian gray his dreamlike story of a young man who sells his soul for eternal youth and beauty this dandy who remains forever unchanged but petulant hedonistic uh vain and amoral while a painting of him ages and grows increasingly increasingly hideous with the years has been horrifying, enchanting, obsessing, even corrupting readers for more than a hundred years. Um, and I would like to say Lord Henry, is that his stupid name? He's the reason why Dorian Gray became who he is. Just putting it out there. Yeah, Lord Harry, not Henry. No, wait. Yeah, Lord Harry motherfucker he's the he's the reason Dorian Gray was like because he was like um what did he say he he was being painted by his friend Basil and Lord Harry comes in and is just like oh my god you're so beautiful you should um be a dick to everyone because why would you not be if you're that beautiful basically (laughs) and that's what he became and um got into his head so we're just gonna move on um so i'm done with the classics now we're gonna do like middle grade to young adult um i have two because i can't i uh, i don't really have much for this because everything else that would be considered spooky it's not even spooky it's just depressing because that's what my life is um, but the first one is called Oblivion by Sasha Dawn. 
Um, I have not read this book in a long time, but I remember it, it's pretty depressing too. But I remember it was pretty. It was like a mystery, I believe. Um, let me read it. It says, "I killed him. His blood is on my hands. His heart is in my soul. I killed him." One year ago, Callie was found shivering in a, in an abandoned apartment. The walls covered in her red ink scrawls. She remembers nothing of that night, and her father, the reverend at the Church of the Holy Promise, has disappeared. So has a young girl from his parish. Ever since, Callie has been plagued with graphomania, compulsion to write. The words pound in her head, flowing through her uh, red felt-tip pen uh, onto the pages of her notebooks, onto her jeans, onto her limbs. They make no sense, yet they may be the key to unlocking her memory. Then Callie meets a guy at, a, at school who might be able to help her sort through the jumbled nonsense and piece the puzzle together, unlocking her past and some secrets are better left buried. Um, I'm pretty sure, trigger warning, there's a lot of sexual assault in this. Um, just make sure to look up trigger warnings if you do find that interesting. Um, it's a quick, easy read. I think I read this in like a day. Um, because obviously I took breaks, but um, it's pretty good. I do recommend it. Again, it's been a long time since um, I've read it, but I remember at the end, I was like, oh my god, wait, I'm so confused because it, the plot twist just happened, and I was like, whoa, what, what's going on? What's going on? Um, but it, it, in the end, I, I figured it out, and it was really good. Um, the next one I mentioned a couple of episodes ago. It's called Dead and Buried by Kate Harrington. Um, and it's it's very spooky. So it's about this girl named Jade, I believe. Um, she moves into her um a new house with her her dad, stepmom, and little brother. And um this house used to belong to a girl who went to her new high school, but the girl ended up being um, falling down uh, the flight of stairs and breaking her neck and dying. Um, so when she mo- like moves in and gets to school, people are kind of like, "Oh my God, you're you're in the house where she died," kind of thing. Um, and she meets like his boyfriend or like the girls like boyfriend and like ex-boyfriend that um she cheated on and like she starts like kind of like flirting with them making the same friends like basically she's not realizing that she's starting this life that this other girl had and um then she starts to realize that like her house is haunted and she finds out that she was never it was never an accident like something happened just things like that uh it's really good it's a quick read i don't know where my coffee went which sucks but it's so good i wish i had my coffee um there's a lot happening so i recommend reading it it's it's based off of a high like high school girl but it it kind of reads like a middle grade book. Um, so if you want something that's young adult, like has a little bit more young adult themes, but is pretty easy to read, I recommend that. 
next is um uh so those are the two for middle to young adult uh the next two are for new adult to adult i'm pretty sure dread nation by justina ireland is new adult I have not read it yet. Um, I was planning to, and then I got distracted with other books and gave up on it. <laughs> so, um, but it has zombies during the Civil War. Um, obviously, there are a lot of other things, uh, themes in it, um, like racism and probably sexism. I heard there's a, the main character is bisexual. So that's fun, but that also probably means homophobia is in it as well. Um, so just if you do decide to read it, make sure to take care of yourself. Check, check trigger warnings. I just picked this because they're zombies and zombies are spooky. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am planning on reading it soon. So, And it's a duology too. Um, and then the next for the adult section is called Island of Lost Girls by Jennifer Mick McMahone, I think. And it is a mystery, a murder mystery, but like there's no there's no the main character isn't a detective. Um Oh. Hold on. FYI, you can record for 30 minutes max. That's stupid. Okay, um I <laughs> I'm gonna be right back. Give me a second. Hello. Sorry. Um, I'm recording from my computer and it just told me that uh, I have up to 30 minutes to record, which is stupid, but whatever. Um, so, the like I said, uh, Island of Lost Girls by Jennifer McMahone. It is like a murder mystery, but the main character is just kind of like someone who witnessed, like saw a girl and then realized she was being kidnapped and called 911 or something like that. So I'm going to read the, uh, and then like the whole story is like them trying to figure out like what happened and who it was. Um, so... Uh, let me read the synopsis. Uh, while parked at a gas station, around to see something so incongruously, oh my god, I can't speak, I don't know words, I'm, I apologize, incongruously surreal that at first she hardly recognizes it at a, as a crime in progress. She watches, unmoving, as someone dressed in a rabbit costume kidnaps a young girl. Devastated over having done nothing, Rhonda joins the investigation, but the closer she comes to identifying the abductor, the nearer she gets to the troubling truth about another missing child, her best friend Lizzie, who vanished years before. Um, so, yeah. Um, and it's so crazy, because, like, the subplot, too, is just out of this world when, um... Because there's, like, two big plot twists and, um, two, like, two big plot twists and it's, like, the main plot and the subplot, the subplot plot twist and the main plot plot twist and both times I was, like, whiplashed. I felt 
like all of my the air in my lungs just escape and my lungs turned into raisins like it was so good it is dark but it's good and um like I might actually reread this if I'm being honest because um like I don't I don't know it's so crazy because um the person who did it I never never in a million years expected that person to do that um to be the abductor and whatever um so I definitely if you are looking for a murder mystery I definitely recommend reading um this once again it's Island of Lost Girls by Jennifer McMahon um yeah I, I i don't know what else to say other than oh my god you need to read it because it's so good the plot twist had me just on the floor i was i was not okay after it <laughs> um so next i decided to put in fan fiction um mainly harry's or not mainly all harry styles because for whatever reason all of my scary um um fan fictions that I've ever read are are uh but from by Harry Styles <laughs> are are based off of Harry Styles. Um there are ones that are um like based off of slashers, so Brahms from the Boy or Michael Myers or whatever, but they were never they weren't good as, as good as these ones. So we're gonna talk about them. Um the first one Dust bumps is good too. Anyways, the first one I want to talk about. Let me go all the way. Give me a moment. The first one I want to talk about is Haunted. And I did not um what's the word? I I I start so all of these stories are on Wattpad, by the way. And I, it started in 2013, but I, and I entered the Wattpad world, uh, like late 2014. So I didn't read this until like it was mm, a pretty decent way in. Um, there's 2.81 million. I don't know if I said the, uh, the title yet. It's called Haunted by Rose Petal Novels. That's, that's that's the the handle um and I'll, let me read it so it gives a william shakespeare quote oh when he shall die take him and cut him out in little stars and he will make the face of heaven so fine that all the world will be in love with night and pay no worship to the garish sun william shakespeare um and then here's the synopsis 19th of june 1924 was an was a horrible day for the small village of a few miles outside of London. One of the f- local families, the Styles, was brutally murdered in their home during the night. A witness said that she had seen two men leave their house that night, but then, but they were never found. Very few visited the house after the murders, but those who did claimed they had seen the Styles' son. For 90 years, the house stood empty until the married couple Langford and their daughter um 
moved in a summer day and I freaking loved it it was kind of like a ghost main character like it was like that kind of like lover's trope it was like a falling in love with the ghost of the house trope um the ending fucking pissed me off I don't (laughs) I don't know what else to say um except that it pissed me off but it was so good it was a plot twist again but it 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 pissed me off I was like how dare you but I I mean I get it the author had been going writing this for three years she wasn't really on um Wattpad anymore so I I get it she wanted to be over it so but (laughs) um it sucked it sucked the ending had me angry um but I do if you have it I do recommend it because it's written very beautifully um and it, it it it's it's spooky it's very spooky so trigger warning wise I would have to say murder gore violence that kind of thing um uh, explicit language explicit content like sex I don't I don't think there's anything else I think that's it. it's just ghosts and murder and gore that kind of thing um but it is dark uh so if you're not into that don't read it anyways next thing is called deranged and it's by um it's underscore totally underscore Michaela and um I read the original, but she's rewriting it right now. It's still called Deranged. Um, she was keeping the original up, but the the uh, rewrite is is there. I it's been a while. It's been over a year since she last updated, but she's still she's still going. I'm pretty sure it's still ongoing, and I want her to finish. But it was like unbelievably like it oh my god it was weird um so i'll read the rewritten synopsis uh what started off as a dare quickly became a tale of nightmarish adventure in grace wheeler's quiet town there's a tunnel nobody dares to visit the stories told are terrifying enough but when grace is dared to check out the inside she finds more than she expected she, she is dragged into a spiral of events involving a man, a man with a grim past, claiming he has something dark and dangerous living inside him. Uh, will Grace be able to help him before he succumbs to the darkness? Basically, he sells his soul to the devil. And yeah, the, the whole story is just him stuck to the devil. Um, and it is dark romance for sure it is slow burn slow burn for sure um and gosh what's the how do i explain this so trigger warnings again um power imbalance romance so he is like kidnapper prisoner type thing um and i don't i really don't read it for the romance honestly i read it for the 
the spookiness, but it's it's good. Um, what other stuff? Um, murder, gore, stuff to do with the devil, things like that. Um, so if that's not your thing, don't read it, but I definitely recommend it. <laughs> and then the next one, let me see, where is it? Um, nope, nope, nope. The Infected, um, is also on Wattpad. It is by Gur Legend 99 Um, it has to do with zombies, and it's like World War Z zombies. It's not Walking Dead zombies. Um, I think my mom is home, or my brother, one or the other. So if I have to pause for a second, I will be back. Give me a second. Okay, anyways, sorry. Um, so my brother got home. Anyways, so we're talking about the infected by Gur G I R Legend ninety nine on Wattpad again. Um again it's about um zombies. So uh let me see. Uh the synopsis says danger surrounds every part of the world now. Humans are scared to leave their hideouts. There are Few supplies that won't last for long. Blood is scattered everywhere. Fear is coursing everyone. Uh, the infected are increased in number. What you say will they be killed before they destroy the human genre, or will they rule the world of the humans with their unbelievable thirst for blood? Yeah, so zombies, and it's um the zombies are like if you want like a visualization of what kind of zombies they are. Um, basically World War Z zombies where they can basically do anything and, um, and they run. That, I think that was the most terrifying part. They run. <laughs> like They sprint full force at you and like run through walls and crap like that. So um, yeah, if you're interested, read that. It's pretty good. Um, obviously there's a love story, but when is there never a love story? <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's all I have, like, off the top of my head. Uh, back to classics, because I like to read gothic literature with, like, true classics. Jane Eyre by Charlotte Pront is pretty good. Um, I haven't read it, House of Hollows by... Crystal Sutherland. Uh, I believe that's horror fantasy. Um, haven't read it though. Um, I have a bunch of like uh, dark academia murder mystery type books from uh, Book of the Month. So there's The Maiden. I think it's not my family. Uh, rock, paper, scissors. So I have those. But I haven't read them yet. So I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't be able to tell you if it was good or not. Um, but yeah, so spooky books. Um, I think I'm just going to end it here. Because I don't know what else. Like what other books that I have. 
but like I, I definitely recommend all of the books that I have given you. Um, they're all really good. Um, I definitely recommend, uh, like I said earlier, Lost of uh, or the Island of Lost Girls um, by Jennifer McMahon, which again is mind blowing. At least for me, I'm I'm kind of dumb though, so whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess the question I'll ask on Instagram that you guys can uh, reply to is, "What's your favorite spooky book?" Um, and then, yeah. So next week, I'm not sure if Lana will be there or not. Um, but I think I'm going to be talking about how I annotate books and then like, cause I know a lot of people don't like tabbing or don't like, uh, writing in their books. I have alternatives that will be, um, for people who like the aesthetic of writing in their books, but don't actually want to. Um, so I, I mean, I'll just go over and talk about that kind of stuff next week. Um. But yeah, I guess, I don't know when I'll be posting next week. Hopefully week the weekend sometime. Like, I'm not even going to say Saturday at noon anymore because that's not happening anymore. So um, sometime next weekend, I'll, uh, I'll be posting. Yeah. Uh, if you like updates, then follow our Instagram on or. We don't really use TikTok, but um, TikTok and Instagram is it's books bitch podcast, but the I in bitch is replaced with an X. Um, Twitter is just it's books bitch, nothing else. If you want to find me or Lana on anything, if you go to our Instagram, there's a link tree. Scroll, I think, believe, all the way down, and it'll have a tab for both of our link trees that you can click there. Um, there was anything that bothered you, make sure to take care of yourself. Um, yeah, I think that's it for today. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.